Possibly Prophet Chris Ward. I'm having fun today in the studio. Um, let me pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you and I praise you. I give myself to the proliferation of the word. I submit my body, mind, spirit, soul, will, and tongue to the proliferation and the explanation of your word. Use me to bring the rhema word today to cause people to be converted in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father, for the people that are hearing that they have been hand-chosen to be part of the remnant, to be led into the secret place of the Most High. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Father, for it. And I thank you for the for signs, miracles, and wonders. And everybody who is listening to me, give them eyes, ears to hear, eyes to see, and an understanding heart to collect this information and let it change their lives. Uh, this is Apostle Prophet Chris Ward. This is the voice of Dominion Broadcast. I love you with the love of the Lord. If you listen to me, thank God for you. I thank, thank you that these these podcasts are going all over the world. You can be on anchor.fm slash voice of Dominion, Spotify, Pandora, all the major pop, pop, podcast distributors. We have our radio show is there. We meet at 9815 South Vermont Avenue every Saturday morning. At 8.30, prayer starts. The word comes. I'm busting through them doors at 9.25 and preparing and going to a five-minute praise and worship session. And then around 9.35, guess what? I'm bringing the word straight from heaven, straight straight with no chaser from the Holy Spirit, as I do attempt to do every day. And uh, so you can come and visit us there. And this is on K. We are actually taping in the studios of KTYM for our podcast. And that's, that comes on s- separately at a specific time, 730 every Sunday night. KTYM.com. You can go there and you can listen to uh, the message. This message will be on there and all of our messages because this is where we tape it. But we also launch it onto all the other podcasts because we want people to all over the world to have an opportunity to hear the real word of God. Um, Father, I thank you for it. And if you can believe you receive it, say amen. Amen. I'm finished praying. Uh, read verse, uh, we're in Psalms 51, verse 2. Read that for me. My beautiful reader is here, and she is alert and glad to be here. Matter of fact, why don't you just teach the rest of the day? I'm, I'm just going to watch Psalm you. 51, verse 2. <laughs> wash me thoroughly, wait, wait. mine iniquity, and cleanse she me. She reading when I said that. My sin. <laughs> she was sitting there looking at me until then. When I said, you teach the whole half now, all of a sudden she said, oh, no, 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 I'm going to read. And you started reading. I know how to get your attention now. Go ahead. <laughs> Psalms 51 2. Psalm 51 2. Wash me. Hang on. Get your Bible and let's go through the scriptures together. All right? This is not playtime. It's a time for you to be edified and separated and sanctified to a holy position. Go ahead now. Wash me thoroughly from mine iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. That's what happens when you receive Jesus Christ. Go ahead. 
For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is even before me. Ever before me, excuse me. Against thine, excuse me, against thee, thee only, have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest and be clear when thou judgest. Mm. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Okay, so this is the common state of man before the recognition, because we were in, First Peter two, uh, 2, last week, and we're going back to that, but I wanted to set some foundation for that. Keep going. He said, read that again. Which Behold, I was shaping in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Okay, so every man who was born from Adam since he sinned in the garden is born into sin, is born without the presence and influence of God in their life. You have to receive him. And the Bible says, how can they hear unless they have a preacher? Now, if you have never received Jesus Christ, you hang on to this channel here, this podcast, because we're going to lead you to the Lord at the end. Okay, go ahead. Verse six, behold, thou desireth truth in in the inward parts and in the hidden part. Thou shalt make me to know wisdom. That's talking about your soul. Inward parts. When you get saved, when you receive Jesus Christ as Lord, your spirit is converted. God's DNA and glory is deposited in you. It's like having, and boy, I'm I'm into making these good analogies today. It's like having, you know, on your countertop, if you're a normal person, you have a rice bin, you have a sugar bin, you have a flour bin. You know, most people have bins and stuff that they use every day, so they don't have to grab a big old five, 10 pound bag of flour to get some flour or whatever, or rice or whatever. And they have scoopers in there. Okay. When you got saved, God dug in his DNA part of him and he deposited a little bit of that in you. He deposited a little bit of his glory. He deposited a little bit of his DNA. He deposited a little bit of his healing. He deposited a little bit of his wisdom and he deposited a little bit of your ability, his ability to multiply money for you. You have to grow that. Now you put all that together and when you receive Jesus Christ as Lord, all of that is now you have all the ingredients to be a great man or woman of God and to follow God and come out of this iniquitous pattern that we're reading about right here. Keep going. Read, read, read that verse again. Verse six. Behold, thou desires truth in the inward parts and in the hidden part. Thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Now, when you receive Jesus Christ, not only does he deposit this glory, his his DNA, and the seed of faith in you. We don't want to leave that out because the Bible says every man has the measure of faith. When do you get it? When you get saved. But now, to obtain like precious faith, you got to use it every day to get to know God better. Okay, read that, that verse again. Verse 7. Mm-hmm. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. That's the conversion process of Jesus Christ. Believing in that you received Jesus Christ, you came out of all this family iniquity. Now he's saying, purge me. And it says here, read verse 8. 
Make me to hear joy and gladness that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Keep going. Hide thy face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Mm -hmm. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. That is exactly the picture of what happens when you get saved. David was a, a, a he wrote the Psalms, but he was a, a, a prototype of a, of, a, of a prophet. He saw Jesus Christ and his coming, and Jesus became a progenitor of his, which is what? Through the generations of man, Jesus was born from David's lineage. That's how he became a king. And a priest. Keep going. Verse 10. Verse 10. Oh, excuse me. Create in me a clean heart. Verse 10. Okay. Oh, God. Verse 10. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. So God will never listen. Once you get once you once you get saved and you have the ingredients and you, you recognize that you've been purged from your sins and you've been really set free from all the chains and bounds that you were held. And most of all those chains and bounds are in your mind, are in your soul. See? And once you, your soul comes to the recognition, rec you recognize that God, God's light is here and the steps of a righteous man, that, that is a righteous man is a man who's following God. A righteous woman is a woman who's following God. That leads you into the light, okay? And so as you follow God, you, you, what takes place here is in reverse 12 for me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. The Holy Spirit starts to hang out with you because you're rocking and reeling with Jesus. You're doing something. You're growing. You're studying. He said those who hunger and thirst should be filled. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I think I feel my help up in here today. How about it, little sister? Is she with it? All right, then. I'm the only one happy in the studio today. I'm happy that I was able to come to the studio today with you and let you read for me. Hallelujah. What's the next scripture? Verse 13. Uh-huh. Then will I teach transgressors thy ways, and sinners shall be converted unto thee. Now, see his conversion. He went from being a sinner to... Being a converter of sin of sinners. And that's where we're supposed to go. That's where I want to get to. See? Right there. That's where I want to get to. See the now let's go to first Peter. Want to go to first Peter? Second Peter one. I'm sorry. I'm gonna let you read these first two, but these next two verses we're gonna get into in depth. We eleven minutes in, it's gonna end up just right. I'm gonna let you sing at the end and and boy, the people gonna have a treat. You gonna sing for us today? Hello? Mm -mm. I don't think the people heard you. You gonna sing for us today? No, sir. Boy, you have not. You have not. Peoples, you have not had a treat until you heard my sister, my reader, sing. Go ahead. Second Peter, Second Peter one. one, one and two. I'm gonna let you just read through that because. We're not, I'm not going to go back. We covered those two scriptures last last week, and we're going to cover three and four today, and we're going to be out of here. You can go back, and you can go to Pandora or Spotify or Anchor FM, and all the shows will be loaded up. You can get them. Okay, so we, we got to move it. We got to keep it moving now. We got to keep it moving. All right, keep going. Read verse uh, 2 Peter 1.1. 1, 1. Get your Bibles and read along with us. The scripture is pregnant, and we you about to have a new baby. 
It's some new stuff coming on your life. Go ahead. Second Peter 1, 1. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ to them that have obtained the precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you. Boy, through I can, yeah, wait a minute. I said I was going to let you read that. Grace and peace be multiplied to you. Once you become a servant, you realize what your position is. Peter was an apostle. He obtained like precious faith and began to use it. And that brings him into the righteousness of God. That first scripture, man, these, this four, first, four scriptures here in first, second Peter 1 is so, so loaded, man. Okay, now read verse 2 for me. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Okay, so grace and peace will be multiplied. God is a multiplier. We talked about that last week. He's not an adder, and he's certainly not a subtractor. When God starts working with you, it's multiplication, baby. What? He's not a subtractor. Anything he gave you, he intended you to have and keep or or grow it, anything he gave you, God ain't taking nothing from you. Everything's been covered in the blood. As you, as we read in I, uh, uh, Psalms 51, God forgave your sins. He purged you. White as snow, it's time for you to get up and go. The only thing sinful about you is you're in the same place you was last year, doing what you was doing last year, and God has an expanded life for you. Let's go. Pick it up. Let's go. Tinch hut, forward march. Let's go. Uh, verse 3. Verse 3. <laughs> According, <laughs> you should see some of these looks of my sisters giving like, what is wrong with him? I'm having fun today. And let me just say, I love y'all out there with the love of the Lord. I love you too. And all the little sweeties and, and big, strong men out there. I love you. I love your kids. I give myself to ministry. I wish y'all would come and visit me at 9815 South Vermont. So I could just give you a hug with a mask on, of course. Um, and we'll take everybody's temperature so you'll be there. You'll be good and safe because I get vaccinated every day. How many know you can, you can take a vaccine? You can get vaccinated every day of your life. Now they're talking about you need to take a third shot. If you ain't took the second shot, take the second shot. Now they're saying you're going to need a third shot. Well, how about you take a shot every day? No, not of gin, not of whiskey, not of scotch, but take a shot of the Holy Spirit. Is spiritus sanctus. I'm learning how to speak Spanish. Could you tell? All righty then. My Spanish teacher's here. Can you read that scripture in Spanish for me? No. Not right That's now. It. But you're working on it. Okay. Second Peter 1, 1 3. 3. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertaineth unto life and godliness. Okay. According as his divine power that is dunamis, have given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Now, whenever you start talking about power, one, you have to acquire that power. You're just not going to wake up. You're just going to get purged from sin, get saved one day, and the next day you're going to be walking around raising people from the dead. It doesn't happen. Or the next day you you homeless in the street, somebody gets saved, and the next day you walk around with a million dollars in the bank account. It is a progressive progress. And God will only trust you with as much stuff as the power that you're able to handle and manage in your life. In other words, if he gave you power yesterday to do something, 
and you not you not doing it today, why would he give you some more? You wasted the last power that he gave you because he told you to do something. And every time you move out in Christ, he gives you the power to do it. That's what he's saying here, right here. This is one of the key revelations of the scripture. It says, grace and peace, uh, according as his divine power hath given unto us. What, what is he giving you power for? He's giving you power because he has something he wants you to do with it. Okay? You don't, listen, when you when you go to set the, the dinner table, you set dinner out and put food on plates to do what? To look at it? Until they get cold and then throw it away? No. You set it out there for them to eat it so that they would have internal power to live. And you're supposed to be eating right. Now, we don't even get on talking about that. I could that. You want to tell the people about what they're supposed to be eating? Healthy food. And the word, hallelujah. Real food. The real food. And man, I'm losing weight and I'm, wee, I'm going to be a beastly. <laughs> I'm flexing in the studio for those of you who can't see. According as his divine power, divine. Let's look at that word. What does that mean? Wow. I'm learning myself. Godlike. Ooh. Ooh-wee. Godlike, man. His divine power. The same power as, as a, a deity, especially with the supreme divinity, figurative a magistrate. He want to get he listen, he wants us to be rulers. And I'm reading through this this this, this these scriptures here because. There is a remnant of people that's going to catch this. This is going to run to this divine power, to this knowledge of Jesus Christ that he's talking about in 2 Peter 1, verse 1 through 4. And they're going to be in large and in charge. See, magistrate means you have the ability to make decrees. You can decree a thing. And when you decree it, the world system and the devil will see you like they see Jesus when he spoke on this earth. It didn't take Jesus forever to get no problem solved. I don't care what it was, whether it was a bunch of people needed to be fed, people need to be raised from the dead, blind eyes open. Sometimes people was getting healed just as he walked through the crowd. But they had obtained like precious faith. The woman with the issue of blood got healed. She wasn't saying, oh, master, she didn't grab him around the legs and tackle him and stop him. He was walking through the crowd. And she said, if I may but just touch the hem of his garment, I should be made whole. She said it, and she loosed her like precious faith and obtained healing. The Bible says immediately, straightway, forthwith, the blood stopped flowing. <laughs> yeah, the blood stopped flowing. See, you got to use your like precious faith. According as his divine power have given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Woo! That's good, man. That's good. Let me see what this word life means here in Second uh, Peter 1, 3. It's highlighted. Literally a figure of life. Is it coming from another word, verb, to live, or frequently to live? I mean, boy, that's good. Aren't you glad you're alive? I am. I'm so thankful today that I'm alive. I thank God. It says, according as his divine power 
have given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. This divine power is the same power of God that Jesus had. It's the same power of God that was deposited in you when you got saved. You have to develop it through the continuing evolving of your soul through the knowledge of God and fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Read that again. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. He's called you to glory. He's called you to be a walking poster boy for Jesus Christ. Walking poster girl. Walking poster woman. Walking poster man. You're supposed to post up in this power and change this world. Ha <laughs> ha Read verse four for me. Because we're heading down to the. Can you believe this show is almost gone? Can you believe it? My sister in the Chris. Lord. Wait, wait now. I'm parlaying on this. <laughs> <laughs> so what you doing, brother? Parlaying. Okay, good. We had sometimes you gotta sit on a certain scripture. And that's what reading, studying, and then meditation is about. You sitting on top of it, and guess what? That sword is slicing your soul and opening it up, and it's depositing divine virtue. Christ likeness right inside you. Go ahead and read verse four. Verse four, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious. Wait, 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 wait. How, what kind of what kind what is this what is given to us? Exceeding great and precious. Exceedingly great. Whereby are given unto it's our 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 given is already done. It was deposited in you the day you got saved. God wants you to step up now and be the remnant so he can change this world. He wants to demonstrate to the people that he is the living God. You got all these different gods. And uh, you know, the, the Olympics is in Tokyo. And I don't have nothing against Asian people. Asian people, I love you. White folks, I love you. African people, I love you. Christian people, I love you. I love you if you ain't Christian. Because I have to. It's the agape love of God. But there's only a remnant of people who are going to make this move right now. That's getting from an old song back in the way. Make that move right now. I think it was Shalimar. Yeah, go ahead. Whereby are given unto us exceedingly great and precious promises. Are given. That means it's, it's as you walk, as you go, as you grow, it, it is given to you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Four. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers. Okay, stop right there. That is the biggest phrase in the whole four verses. It says here that by these ye might be partakers. Why is it might be partakers? Because you got to do what you need to do. And that, and the number one thing is just be in a connectable place to God where God can interrupt your life and talk, where the Holy Spirit can talk to you, where you stay read, read up, prayed up, meditated up where no matter what your soul, which is the deciding factor in which way your life is going to go in Christ Jesus, because the body is at enmity. It's the enemy. It'll sleep too much, eat too much. It don't want to exercise. 
it 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 wants to eat donuts and and brownies all day long and drink big a gallon of milk. It it wants to do everything. It wants to smoke. It wants to drink. It wants to have sex with people it ain't supposed to have sex with. The flesh is an unruly character. But the spirit of God that was the, and his glory and his faith that was deposited in you when you received Jesus Christ will help you overcome that. So you got one, you got the, you got, you have your body, which is that enemy with God. And then you have your spirit, which is God in you. Okay. That's one-on-one. Now the soul is the third part. The soul is the part that chooses which way to go. It can go with the flesh. If it's unrenewed, if you don't spend enough time with God, your soul's soul's mind and your mind, your emotions, your intellect, your sub subconscious and conscious mind and your will will go with that devil. It'll listen to that flesh and run you right into a big six foot grave before your time. Or you can convert the soul and be part of the remnant and you, you, you leave the place of might be partakers to be partakers of the divine, of the divine nature. Who, 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 who? Who, who? Somebody say the divine nature. That by these you might be partakers of the divine nature. Having escaped. You read that part for me. You paying attention? Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. <laughs> Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So your soul... Will either go with your with your body, it'll follow your body and this worldly lust, or it will follow God, depending on what you do with it. See, all through this is knowledge of God, knowledge of God, knowledge of God. Most people are not getting knowledge. Most preachers aren't really preaching and challenging people to spend time in the presence of the Holy Spirit because the Spirit of God is the revelator. He's the one to get Jesus the revelator. Where did he get his revelation from? The Holy Spirit was giving it to him. He said, Father, I know you already heard me. He was praying, but the Holy Spirit is the one that raised him from the dead. The Holy Spirit is the one who hovered over Mary's life and impregnated her. With what? Jesus Christ. So he could have a body and be touchable like us and be like tempted that we might be partakers of his divine knowledge, of his divine nature, of his di divine financial flows, of his divine wisdom, that you might be. Why does it say might be? Because either you do or you don't. You will or you won't. God's preparing a remnant. And it's like 1% to 3% of all the Christians that ever received Jesus Christ, everybody who professes to be a Christian, it's only 1% to 3%. So next time you go to church, I want you to look around and I want you to count 100 people. And 97, 97 of those are disqualified. And it's not like God is disqualifying. They're disqualifying themselves because they just won't do what God wants to do. I'm going to let you lead the people to the Lord and close this out. Go ahead. The Bible says in Romans 10, 9 and 10, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, Jesus Christ died for you, you shall be saved. So I'd like for you to say this prayer after me so Jesus can um, live inside of you. Um, Dear God, forgive me for my sins. I believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, come into my heart, live inside of me. Be Lord over my life. 
Lead me, guide me, teach me. Fill me with your, with your purpose, your, my God-given purpose. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. This is Apostle and Prophet Chris Ward. Now, this is our offering day. We're taking an offering today. You can go to G-A-M-N dot L-I-F-E. And you can hit the donation button and give us an offering, man. Listen, we're spending money and doing everything and traveling and everywhere we go. Me and my sister is get, getting souls converted. And guess what? We want you to be part of that. Every time you support what we do, this radio show, I don't, somebody said, well, how many people listen? I could, you know, I don't know. But I know these shows are perpetual. I'm hoping that a, a hundred years after I'm gone, that Jesus tarries, that these shows are going to be around for you because it is the incorruptible word of God, which is timeless. So go to G-A-M-N dot life, L-I-F-E, and send us an offering. You can visit us at 9815 South Vermont Avenue. And you can get these shows on Anchor uh, FM. Come and visit us every Saturday morning at 930. I'm there bringing the word. We love you with the love of the Lord. Amen. This is Apostle and Prophet Chris Ward. This is the voice of the million. We love you. Amen. Yeah, I know things are possible.